What's up, y'all? It's Finding Odyssey. And today we are talking about that time I was a bud tender. So about a month ago in August, uh, August 9th to 11th, I worked as a bud tender uh, at a very, very popular music festival outside lands. Um, this was actually the first year that any major U.S. Um, festival uh, ha- was able to sell cannabis. Um, so it was like a like history being made type thing. Um, so it was really cool to be a part of that. Um, and then also I'm from Kentucky. So I, you know, used to do this back, you know, there. And so it was just really cool to be a part of it and to be able to see how the industry works in a legal stance. Um, and also from a business side of things, um, you know, here in California. So I found the job probably two months before to, uh, I would, it was like May or June, I would say. Um, I was looking on Craigslist, just perusing around and I saw something about selling weed, bud tending. And I'm like, Hey, that sounds right up my alley. This is like my interests. I had mentioned, um, in the Zaza, um, episode about how like I wanted to get back to things that interest me and things that like I'm naturally like drawn to um the things that like make me me and I definitely dabble in cannabis quite frequently um I wanted to that piqued my interest and I'm like hey this is perfect a chance to make money as well um and so I and I think the starting amount was like 18 or 19 dollars and I was like hey what's up like that's cool uh, I also have worked in the industry before, kind of like doing events. So I do, I work at the Derby every year, Kentucky Derby. I bartend there. So I have experience like being on my feet for really like long hours at a time. Um, and, you know, making a lot of money. It's usually pretty good money. And being like working, being fast paced. Um, that's like really something that like you have to keep up with people and keep up with demand and stuff like that. Um, and you also have to be able to work on your feet because shit gets hectic and shit is unorganized and shit gets out of control. Anybody who works with, who has ever worked at Derby with me knows what I'm talking about because so unorganized and every event that I've worked like in that nature has been exactly the same. So um, I actually take, you know, joy in that because, you know, it's not my real job either. So I don't take them as serious knowing that like this is the industry is to be unorganized and unprofessional. Like I don't take it too hard. I don't try to stress about it too much because they are short term jobs. I worked there uh, 14 hours Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, and so what you see at the beginning of the video is me after 10,000 steps. It was literally like 10 something a.m. and I had 10,000 steps already because mentioning that I, everything is unorganized, they just told us where to meet and they said um, some kind of gate. But there was actually every single like gate was named whatever they called it. And so we just went to the first one. Our Uber dropped us off at the first one called that. And we had to walk throughout all of Golden Gate Park. If you've ever been to Golden Gate Park, it's big as fuck. And so I walked literally 10,000 miles before I even found like where I was supposed to check in at um so I ended up being late which just so happens to also be a thing of mine uh in this life but again I don't take it too serious because it's just a weekend job like you know three days can't help it you know they should have been a little more specific about where I was supposed to go so um can you guys guess how many steps I ended the day with 
Can you guess? Like, do you have any idea how many steps I ended the day with? It's crazy because, um, so at 10, 16 a.m., that's when I, that picture was, and I had 10, a little over 10,000 steps. Um, and then at, I took another picture at 7.53 p.m., so I think this is before I even left the festival, and I had 19,000 steps, over 19,000 steps. By that point, that's 7.8 miles or 12 floors. And then the next day, like after I had left the festival, it was after midnight, so I took another screenshot and so I had to go back and look at it and I think the final verdict was 25,102 steps is what I ended the day in which was 10.3 miles so I was also very proud of myself because I didn't even feel those 25,000 steps at the end of the day I actually didn't feel them until like Sunday or Monday on my flight home back to Kentucky but I felt I didn't feel them at the time. So I was really proud of myself for being able to like get through that. And I ended the day with 25,000 steps. If you've ever gotten even 10,000 steps in a day, you know, that's a freaking lot. 10.3 miles is what I ended up doing that day. And like, that's just from walking all over the place exploring the festival like so it it wasn't even like I said I didn't even feel it it wasn't a bad 10.3 miles but I was proud of myself for getting my exercise on so that's also like why I don't be working out on the regular either <laughs> my excuse to myself but then um so while I was there I got to see so many cool freaking artists there was, of course, Childish Gambino. That's who y'all saw at the beginning of the um, video. But also, uh, Ella May was there. First off, she's an amazing artist, like, in person. So, before I saw her live, I didn't even, like, think I knew that many of her songs. Like, obviously, like, I knew her songs because she's a big radio artist. But I didn't really, like, mess with her heavy. And I wasn't like, oh, LMA. Like, I didn't even, like, you know, I definitely wouldn't have paid for a ticket to her concert. Let me say that. Um, so then I saw her live. And not only she's an amazing performer, she has an amazing voice live. Um, but her accent is so cute and she's so humble. Like, she was just so thankful, you know, that everybody came out to see her. Um, and she just is so thankful to be, you know, here in the States and at Outside Land. She was like, um, when she threw it back to her old songs, which I knew none of them because I, like I said, I wasn't a big LMA fan, but she was like, um, do I have any type one, uh, LMA fans outside lines? It was the cutest thing ever, but um so my experience seeing LMA that was at the end of the video my experience seeing LMA was just like one of like amazing self-like discovery um so in these times that I work like these types of jobs I really like learn a lot about myself and learn a lot about like what my body can go through what my mind can go through and like how I can like get like I, I surprise myself actually um and how I can like do things because like I don't bartend on the regular I don't know shit about shit but when I go like work the Kentucky Derby I know how to bartend some shit I bartend the fuck out the Kentucky Derby and I make really good where well, I used to make really good money doing it so when I did it so like I was just surprised myself and like what I can do um and like stuff that I can like learn and how fast my brain like catches on to stuff I'm really good at stuff and so um it also gives me time to like look back at myself and like since I was seeing these artists live like Childish Gambino has some really soulful amazing music and so does LMA um and some of the other artists that were there as well um were Lil Wayne 21 Pilots Shake West Masego Blink 182 and Anderson Park, but um 
like they have really soulful music and I just got to like sit there on my own so like we got like breaks like the breaks were very unorganized but like my first day we got I didn't get but one like one hour break and I ended up taking like an hour and a half break because I went and just watched a concert and they didn't even notice I was gone so it was totally okay um but it was amazing, and I was upset that I missed, like, because the first day was Lil Wayne, so I got to hear Lil Wayne because he was on the stage behind me, but I didn't get to, um, like, actually go see him, so that kind of upset me, but shout out to Lil Wayne because he was, he was dope, like, I heard him performing, and, um, then... I got to, when I saw Childish Gambino, just like, that was amazing. But when I was seeing LMA, back to that, that's what I was talking about. I completely forgot. But back to LMA. Um, when I saw her, like, this was after I had realized that there was these, like, my, the video missions, these awesome brands. So one of them is, was Apple. They had this tent set up. And the first day I didn't go over there, I'll admit that, admittedly. I didn't go over there because I just, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Apple, like, they had, like, regular stuff, like, water bottles and um like these blankets and stuff like that but in my head I'm like everything is going to be expensive I already know everything there is going to be expensive like anyway because it's a festival but also like apple at a festival so like double expensive so I didn't go over there the first day and then I think the second day I just kind of like wandered over there and I was like what is this and she was like everything in here is two dollars if you have like with apple pay and i'm like are you serious like it was a bunch of cool shit and then she was like it was it's a dollar if you have a chase card on apple pay and look at god what do you know i have a chase card on apple pay so i got all this cool stuff i got two of these like tribal really like boho chic type blankets they're really dope i got two of those because i kept going back i kept sneaking back you were only supposed to go there once a day but like i kept going back i got two of those for a dollar also got this really cool like retractable water bottle that i gave away as a gift i got that for a dollar like got this really cool festival bag that i showed in the video um that says this is my festival bag that one i like that was really cute and i got that for a dollar it was just so much like i was like wow this is amazing and so that really like was awesome to see like what brands like can do and what they do like do for like special events like that and activations like that because mind you these people I didn't pay to get into this festival but the people who did pay to get into outside lands paid a whole got a whole lot of fucking money which is why it was mostly like Dwight's and shit like that but there still was like a lot of black people there too because black people be paying that but I was there for free, so it was even better. But, like, they, these brands will do special things for these people because they already pay a lot, and, like, they're sponsors of the festival, so they do these really cool activations. There was also this chase, like area where they had like a whole like big ass like thing that they built set up. It was kind of like a house that they built. Um, and it was they had like private viewing where you could you didn't have to run back and forth to all, every stage like that. You could just see they put everything on, you know, their individual screens and you could see whatever concert you wanted. There was drinks. There was food. You could um, charge your phone, which I really needed to do, because the second day on Saturday, the most freaking important day when I saw Childish Gambino, those videos, like some of the videos that you saw are courtesy and pictures of like my friends that I worked with because my phone died. I forgot my freaking block and nobody had a block literally nobody so um I really needed to get into that chase tent that day when I saw it and you had to be like a chase credit card member I was so pissed I was like bruh that's that's trash but 
that makes me want to get a Chase credit card. <laughs> so they're doing a good job. They're doing their job. And so it was just really cool to see some of the stuff that um, like the brands did. So this one brand of water, it was fruit infused water uh, called Hint. They are, they had those signs, the ones that said like, I love you very much and tropic like it, tropic like it's hot. Uh, those were in the video as well. They had those, they had this really cool um, little like, I guess display thing set up as well where you could go and sniff the um scents of the infusions of their water so like I got to smell like the berry one you got to put your sniff your nose like this little like it looked like almost like a Willy Wonka type like tube and you got to sniff that scent and so it was really cool to go through there and then there was also like a a GIF like booth where that we were in line for um and it, i stood in line forever for that and i don't even know where my gif is so i really wish that like i could figure that out i'm gonna have to go to their instagram but um yeah it was really cool to see like what those brands did and how they like brought their creativeness to these events to like get people's attention and to get people like interested in their brands um in these spaces um and also shout out to apple for giving us like really cheap shit um in an environment where everything else is otherwise super freaking expensive so they gave us um the company that i worked for gave us two 15 vouchers a day that we worked there um so we didn't have to pay for like that's for food and beverage so we didn't have to pay for food um which was awesome like super super awesome awesome um but I did like use that to kind of convince myself to buy 16 and 17 dollar cocktails and you know cups of wine because that's how much regular stuff is in the festival um and the fact that I had to get two 15 they gave us two 15 dollar vouchers like we could only use one for one meal like that's how much stuff is in there so shout out to Apple for giving us like those cheap freaking things via apple pay i know people like are scared of apple pay just because i used to work for apple but apple pay is actually a really like amazing thing just stop being so scared of technology dweebs but so i worked um i learned about this job on craigslist i said that um and i applied and i ended up interviewing and they gave me the job and i interviewed as soon as i got here so like in june and the event wasn't until like august so they gave me the job and they were just like we'll be in touch so i just waited for their email um and then eventually they sent us an email we had two four-hour training days the same week that we did it so we worked friday saturday and sunday um and i think the two hours or the four the two trainings were like monday and tuesday or tuesday and wednesday something like that um and so during the training the trainings were really cool um the first uh part of the training i will say that like most of the people that worked here with us at this event had experience in the cannabis industry so it was really like there was just a small handful i'd say probably like 15 and 20 percent of us um that didn't have experience in the cannabis industry so i was really proud of myself for being like one of the people who like still impressed them enough to be able to like get this job um so pat on my back to myself for that. But um, basically, we learned how to use the POS, which anybody who's used the POS before, like at a restaurant or anything, that's just like the same, like kind of you out throughout. It's just like organized and categorized and stuff like that. So um, it's not hard, but I did have to like learn about a lot about like the technical terms that they use in the industry because I'm used to just like, you know, asking my weed dude like what he got telling him how much money I'm trying to spend, like that kind of thing. Um, so here, everything is like super taxed. That's one thing that I've noticed, like the taxes on the weed is crazy, especially in Oakland, uh, where me and Taylor live. So we 
like try to get our weed in San Francisco where it's a little bit less. But at the festival, luckily, they had everything priced in fives, um, which meant that we didn't have to take any change. So that was pretty cool. And all the brands had like pricing that already included taxes. So like if some you could get a cartridge, like the first day I was working for this one company called Open Vapes um, and we were selling cartridges like uh, for vape pens. And they had a deal where if you bought the cartridge, you get the battery for free. And I think their battery is usually like 30 or $40, something like that. So it was really cool um, because I got to get, um, they brought hella batteries, think, you know, with it, the assumption that people were going to be buying hella cartridges with that amazing deal. And so I got to take home a lot of batteries and hand them out to a lot of my friends. Um, so shout out to you if you got a free battery for me and shout out to Open Vapes for giving those to me to be able to distribute to my friends. Um, and then um, they also had I like um edibles so they are also called district edibles so they also had edibles that um they were their sister brand I guess was selling um so that was pretty cool but um all the brands came in the like I think the second day of training, all the brands came in and kind of talked to us, all the individual brands. I didn't know that I would be working or who I would be working for at that time. So they all just kind of came and talked to us. And they also brought hella free stuff. So I got all kinds of weed. Like I got hella pre-rolls. So they don't just give out like flour here. So I got hella pre-rolls. I got um, a few disposable pins. I got a couple of um, like pin actual cartridges with batteries. So that was pretty cool because before that, um, I bought one when I first got here and I hate the pins with the buttons I like the ones that you can just draw from so but they were giving out the ones with the buttons for free but I take anything for free so I'm like hey. but um yeah so they brought all kinds of free stuff and so that was really cool and that's when I was first like all right this is about to be lit this job and so that was the second day of training and then after that they were kind of just which we got a little bit of knowledge but like we really had to help one another so big shout out to everybody that I worked with at Outside Lands um so the area that we worked in was called Grasslands Outside Lands had a bunch of different like setups there I guess that, that that's their theme um their overall theme and so then they had like Grasslands Wine Lands Beer Lands Cheese Lands and they even had a Bacon Land I tried to go find that I was like on a search for Bacon Land and it ended up just being like this truck that had like two options like one was a blt which is what i got and then the other one was like a platter of bacon so um it wasn't really bacon land maybe they'll set that up next year because um actually weedlands last year uh before they could sell weed was kind of like the same thing it was just like an exhibit where you could come and learn about these brands but you didn't get to purchase um which you got to do this year from the brands themselves and then there also was a marketplace where you could just go up to it and just kind of like kind of like where you could go and buy beer like at um sports events or concerts stuff like that you just went up to it and was like told them what you wanted and they had all the brands up there. I worked in the area um, where the individual brands were selling. So like I said, the first day I worked, the first, all of Friday and half of Saturday, I worked for Open Vapes. And then the second half of Saturday and all of um, Sunday, I worked for uh, Hi-Fi Hops, uh, which was a, um, like a THC cannabis infused, excuse me, hop. So it's like almost like beer. Um, but no alcohol in it and it has like weed or they also had an option that had like CBD in it. So they were like, that was really cool when I was doing that. I did, uh, they like did the breaks different Saturday. Again, everything's always unorganized. So they like were improving as the days went on. Like people were like, I didn't get all my breaks on Friday. So, or people didn't even get a break on Friday. Um, which is why I'm kind of glad that I took the hour and a half. And then Saturday, 
they were like, okay, well, now we have a different way that we're going to do breaks. They were going to give us two thirties and then an hour as well. Um, and so, and they were like rotating people. So it was actually a lot more efficient. So shout out to them for improving that quickly. And, um, uh, that was pretty cool. But so when I worked for Hi-Fi Hops, they were serving um, the drinks out of a can we were. And so I was I was pouring them. It was kind of like I was bartending and it was really dope. They actually really fucked with how I was like putting my own little pizzazz on it. Um, I was so high the whole time I was there because I was getting so much free weed. Not only did I get free weed from like all the vendors and the brands that were there were handing out like free stuff to the people that were coming by trying to get them to like see their brand, be interested in their brand and hopefully become consumers and like loyal customers of their brand and like buy for them. Um, And so they were giving out all kinds of free stuff. And so we got there super, super early and got our like first pick at everything. And so I was getting all that stuff for free. But then also I was sitting in the consumption area. So they had these little areas that were set up like designated consumption areas. So on my breaks, I would go and just smoke And so I was sitting there, I think on the first or second day, the second day, it was Saturday, and somebody gave me this huge fat-ass joint, the one that you see in the video, um, where it says free weed. They gave me that fat-ass joint and was like, somebody gave me one yesterday, I'm just paying it forward. I still have to pay it forward, but that was the most amazing, like, thing ever, and it hit so hard. Like, it was at least, like, two 2.5 like g's in that bitch like it was so big and the um the filter was so intricate they rolled it like precise as fuck like i don't know who that was but they were amazing and i still gotta pay it forward so that was awesome and then um working for hi-fi hops like i said i was pouring those drinks that was amazing the um, brand was really messing with me so they invited me back on sunday which is how i ended up working for them again um the next day And funny story about Sunday, actually, I worked all day Friday and all day Saturday. I'm at work Sunday and like maybe it's like maybe like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like just so happened to go on my break. I get a FaceTime call from Jack Harlow and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm in San Francisco. And I'm like, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, you are. Or yes, I am. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to leave my job now. And so I ended up telling them that I was sick and that I needed to go. And it was Sunday and I had already worked like and been on my feet for two whole days. I was tired. Like my friend was in town. I had a flight on Monday, but I was like, hey, that's tomorrow. Like we can go up tonight. So I ended up calling Taylor. I'm like, hey, Jackson Town, like, let's go. Like he was in Concord, which was only like 20 or 30 minutes from where we stayed. So it was perfect time or like perfect. And so I left around like three or four, you know, I would put on the whole like, I don't feel good. I think I'm cramping that whole thing. And they were like, no, you've been amazing this whole weekend. Thank you so much for all you do. Like if you need to go home, like you go home. Like there were so many people that hadn't showed up by Sunday. They were just so thankful that like we were left. Um, So if you've worked like if you work there, you know that like a lot of people leave. Just take the free wristbands that they give us. They'll leave. Or just like don't end up coming back the next day for whatever reason. And so it's hard for them to keep people. So in jobs like this, which I kind of take joy in (laughs) in this as well, but like jobs like this, they kind of like want, they're like, you know, they need you to stay. They're trying to please you because you're helping them. And in the end, like you're the bottom level. And that's like what essentially what is going to make, you know, their 
upper level happy and so there was a bunch of different like upper levels that were reporting to which is similar again to derby um so we had the people who built the pos system we were reporting to them they're like lower management and upper management and then we have the people who we're working for with that we're contracted through we that we're reporting to and then we also have the brands um that were actually there and they're like lower management and upper management that are like looking for different results and reporting to different people so it's like everybody trying to like get different things and report to different people and expecting like different things to be priorities that aren't and so it ends up just being a shit show kind of um but it's a fun shit show and so they were just like very thankful that I had worked all weekend and that I did a really good job and that I impressed the brand um the my my people that I was um reporting to they were just happy that I had impressed the brand you know enough for them to ask me back the next day and so they were like if you're not feeling good like you know you go ahead and so that made me feel a lot better too because I always get just like a little bit of anxiety trying to like you know let them down not let people down but like you know get out of work I guess in a sense when I'm trying to like go do something more fun and so I had a little bit of anxiety and the fact that they were like just thankful and like okay with you know trusting me being sick I was like all right bet that made me feel even better. So I went and I had an amazing time with my friends with Taylor and Jack. And um, we got to see Wiz Khalifa and all that. It was amazing. And I had a flight the next day. I had a flight Monday because I went back to Kentucky. My older brother, he lives in Japan. Um, he's been there for a little over two years now. So he teaches English there. And he was in Kentucky uh, for the first time in that two over two years. And so I went to back to Kentucky literally the next day, that Monday. And I was hungover my whole trip home. I literally had to ask my Uber driver, my Lyft driver on the San Francisco like bridge to pull over to let me like throw up. I told him I was car sick. I didn't tell him I was like hungover, but um, I had to ask him to like pull over and um, I threw up like in the bathroom and mind you, I have Frosty with me. I travel with Frosty. So um, he was with me. I have this little backpack. You can see him on my Instagram um, that he sits in and I had him, but I was like in the bathroom on the airplane, just like throwing up. And he's like, mommy, I'm just like, please be okay. It was a crazy day, but I made all my flights um, and I made it back home and everything. And I'm survived I didn't die so it was a great experience and I can look back and kind of laugh at it now but all of that just to say that it was an amazing weekend um you also see where it said free food so that day like so speaking of Jack like oftentimes when we go when I go to places with him we are backstage and so there's like artist areas and I know that like we, I go to festivals with him all the time and so knowing that I took my friend um, that I worked at Outside Lands with, we, me and her, we actually like walked around and we found the area, I think where like the artists had like this banquet area and we got food for free. This was the best bacon I've ever had that you'll see in the video. The best bacon. It was so fatty. I love fatty bacon, but it was bacon, potatoes, eggs. It was so delicious and like exactly what I needed. And these, ooh, these fire red velvet pancakes. But the thing was, so we walked in and you were supposed to scan your wristband and we scanned our wristbands and they didn't work. And the lady at the table, we were like, oh, like, we're hungry. Like, we've been working here all weekend. Like, we're working over there. Like, they haven't fed us. Like, just trying to, you know, get her to relate to us and, like, give us some sympathy. And basically, like, girl, like, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to kill you. It's not coming out of your pockets if you let us, too, like, through to go get some food. It's like what we was trying to, like, put into her head. Like, relate to us. And so, basically, she was like, okay. Y'all can go in, but do not touch anything on the hot plates. And I'm like, okay, like this bitch, like everything on the hot plate, like that's the good shit. Like the sausage, the eggs, like everything. 
um, the bacon. And so my friend, Ralea, she was like, okay. Like, she was like, and went over there and went, listened to her. Did not touch nothing on the hot plates. Me, I'm like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm gonna, I came in here for the bacon. I'm getting some bacon. So I go over there, pick up a plate, and I'm getting stuff off the table. And she comes up to me. She's waiting at the end. It's like a buffet style. So you just, she's waiting at the end of the table for me. And oh my gosh, my heart was beating so fast. I was like, please don't let this woman, like, kick me out. And so... I tried to act like I didn't see her when I got to the end of the table and she was like, ma'am, aren't you the lady that I told you not to, um, not to get food off the hot plates? And I was like, what's a hot plate? And she was like, uh, everything that you just touched. And I was like, oh, you need to be more clear next time. I said, what if I did? I said, I don't know what a hot plate is. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, that's not the terms that we use. I said, you should have said like underneath the lamps or something like a little more specific and so she was like, well, you got it now. And like security was beside her. And I was like, oh, okay, my friend Ralea had like stuff. And I'm like, well, my bad. You know, I didn't even know what you meant. You know, it ain't nothing for you to get all worked up about because this white woman, her cheeks was rosy. She was mad as hell. I was like, listen, sir, it ain't nothing for you to get all worked up about. I'll leave, but I'm taking my bacon with me. And so then, you know, the security escorted us out. But it was um, lit. It was the last day too. So I was like, well, shit, all or nothing. And the food was delicious as fuck. So, them pancakes slapped. Best bacon, best pancakes I ever had. So, that was lit. And I do not regret a minute of it. So, I think that's all um, that I have to say um, for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. I had an amazing experience working at Outside Lens. I met a lot of amazing people. I got to, um, like I said, find myself a little bit while I was listening to LMA, while I was chilling in my in my zone, high as hell, all free weed all weekend. Like, I had an amazing time. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I think I ended up making $1,000 over the weekend. Um, that was um, approximately the total of both checks because we got a check for training and a check for um, the the three days. And so we made history and they gave us like a bonus and they paid us overtime and double overtime. So I got all of these amazing experiences and did all of this stuff, worked really hard, got over 25,000 steps, did all of that. So it put in a lot of like work and a lot of time on my body um in three days friday saturday and sunday but it was an amazing three days and it was totally worth it so i love working these kind of jobs and hopefully i can continue to work those um and do those kind of things and share those with you guys so thanks for tuning in follow me on instagram twitter find me everywhere finding odyssey